Turn in your Bible to John 14, and we begin tonight with verse 16. Just two verses, verses 16 and 17. We're continuing the series of studies in the Holy Spirit. Because of the brevity of these messages, what could possibly be preached in an hour message is taking several weeks to discuss, but perhaps this is helpful to us. I felt impressed to just talk to us for a while on the Holy Spirit. And tonight we come to these two verses, very, very precious, priceless verses to us. May we pray. Our Father, we pray that the Holy Spirit tonight would minister to our hearts and make this Word of God alive and precious to us. And may, it, may Thy Spirit just bring what the promise is in this passage to all of our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. The particular ministry of the Holy Spirit that Jesus is speaking of here is the ministry of comfort. We've already mentioned that the Holy Spirit is a person. He is not an influence. He is not an it. <clears throat> He's as much a person as anyone in this room. He is as much a person as God the Father. Yahweh, Jehovah. He is as much a person as God the Son, Jesus. The Holy Spirit's main business is pointing people to Jesus, and so you'll notice that the Holy Spirit does not have a proper name. Though God the Father, Jehovah, God the Son, Jesus, God the Spirit, no proper name but he is identified by his ministry. He is identified as the convictor. He is identified as the reprover. He is identified as the comforter here. And in this passage, Jesus is saying, now I've been with you all along, but I'm not gonna be here in person any longer. I'll go away. It is expedient for you that I go away. And when I go, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Amen. And I will come as the comforter. I will send another one who will be with you and will not be limited by geographical boundaries. He'll not be limited by space. He can be in every place at all times. And you'll never be alone. Now, some of you have gone through the sorrow of losing a loved one, maybe a son or a daughter, husband or wife. You go back home from the funeral, and the house seems so empty. And sorrow is like the waves of the sea. It may ebb out a little while, then it just comes in with great force and almost knocks you over. And you feel aloneness, you feel sorrow, you feel hurt. 
You don't know how to describe. It's a numbing feeling. And Jesus said, you've been used to my being with you. I've been here with you all along. I'm not going to be here any longer. You may think you'll be lonely. I want to tell you, you're not going to be lonely because I'll send the Comforter. And he'll be with you. Now the Comforter is the one called to stand alongside another. We have him as we acknowledge and surrender to him. We have him as we acknowledge and surrender to him. That is, we're aware of him. We have him when we receive Jesus into our hearts. Because literally, technically, what happens when we get saved is that we receive the Holy Spirit. Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for the saints. This is the reason that those who are taught in the Word of God do not speak of having a second time when you at somewhere down the line get baptized by the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit baptizes you into the body of Christ the moment you believe you're sealed by the Holy Spirit you become his and he is yours and even though he is there as resident he is not president until we surrender to him and acknowledge him and yield to him and allow him free sway in our lives. Now very briefly, this understanding of the Holy Spirit will cure fears. The greatest cure for fear is the presence of the Holy Spirit because he's with you. You go out on a dark night, the Holy Spirit's there. You go back to your home tonight and you may say, well, I used to have my loved one here and I'm alone now. No, you're not alone. The Holy Spirit is with you. He goes with you wherever you go. You go out to your car tonight. You don't have to be afraid. Now, I don't think that that means we need to live carelessly. I'm not afraid of dogs, but I know which dogs to respect. I'm not afraid to drive, but I know which curves to respect. And I think that we need to be aware of that. I don't think that just because we don't have to be afraid that a lady at two o'clock in the morning ought to go wandering around some section of this city without an escort. That doesn't mean you're afraid. It just means you need to be realistic and recognize what kind of world we live in. Nonetheless, the Holy Spirit is the greatest cure for fear, fear of darkness. Fear of strangers, fear of situations. The Holy Spirit is the cure for insomnia. You can't sleep? Don't worry about it. Get up and pray. Just say, thank you, Lord. The Holy Spirit is here. I don't have to be afraid. I don't have to pace the floor and wonder why I can't sleep. God woke me up for a reason. So I can talk with him and have some fellowship with him while I'm awake. The presence of the Holy Spirit as the comforter is the cure for loneliness. He is with me. He is the cure for a broken heart. He is the cure for worry in personal witnessing. Ask God for wisdom. Ask the Holy Spirit for direction. Expect the Holy Spirit to give it. Believe He has. And then just move out by faith. 
believing that the Holy Spirit is with you. The song we often sing, if Jesus goes with me, I'll go anywhere, is assured and becomes real in our lives when we are aware that the Holy Spirit is there. Now remember that the Holy Spirit's responsibility is to testify to Jesus. He'll call to our mind the things that God wants us to have. He searches the things of God and gives them to us. There are times when we cannot pray as we ought to pray. We don't know what words to say. And so the Holy Spirit searches our hearts and gives that all to Jesus and tells Jesus all about us. He is indeed the comforter, the one called to stand alongside in all of life's responsibilities. Do you have some burdens tonight? you have some hurts? Have you been having an especially tough time this week? Let the Holy Spirit know about it. Just tell Him. Talk to the Spirit of God inside of you. If you of course, I, that's not a substitute for prayer to the Lord. You see, when you pray to the Holy Spirit, you're praying to God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, because they're all one and the same. But the awareness the realization that God isn't way off somewhere in the heavens, that Jesus isn't up there somewhere making intercession for you, certainly is, but He has sent His own precious Spirit to live inside of us, and you're never alone. Lonely? No, I'm not lonely, for Jesus is my friend. I feel a peace in knowing my Savior stands between. He stands to guard me from danger when human friends are few. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. I do not think that believing in the ministry of the Holy Spirit as the Comforter excludes believing in angels. The discussion of angels is for another night, but perhaps there's a relationship. I'm not sure. But I know that God takes care of His own. And there are ministering angels. And the Holy Spirit inside gives us a, a conviction and a comfort in knowing that somehow, through it all, God will take care of us. This one illustration, I close. I think I've mentioned it before, but it's a, made an impression on me. <clears throat> Some months ago, maybe a year or so ago, my mother, who is now 93, lives by herself, is not afraid of anything. She has no fear. She just knows the Lord's going to take care of her. And so uh, one morning, uh, she had her door open, her screen open, unlocked. And uh, two boys came to ask if they, she wanted her, them to cut the grass. Well, I've told mother to never let somebody else cut the grass, and I'll come up there and cut it from time to time. Uh, they, one, one group wanted to charge her $50 to cut the grass. Of course, she can't get out. She's in a wheelchair and so on. So she said, no, I don't believe so. My son will come and take care of that. And so one of the boys left, and the other one just sort of stayed. And he said, well, could I come in and use your telephone? And she said, no, I don't believe you can today. And so with that, he just opened the door and came in and lunged at her. And she wears glasses. He took her glasses and ran out the door and threw them down somewhere. I don't know where, we never did find them. My mother says, in all of that, I wasn't a bit afraid because I had prayed that morning 
And God promised me that he would take care of me all through the day. She said, I believe the Holy Spirit got the angel of God to come and stand between me and that boy so that he did not do what he intended to do. I believe in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Let's stand and pray, please. Our Father, we thank you for the presence of the Spirit of God in all of the experiences of life. We thank you that there's not one person who will leave this place tonight if you will just reach out and say, Dear Lord Jesus, I need you. I want you to come and minister to me. But what thy Spirit will respond. We pray if there's anyone here who has lost, never been saved, that he would come to Jesus tonight. And may God's people just rejoice and look up and know that our redemption draweth nigh. Not only in the second coming, we believe that and know it, but day by day by day, you can deliver us and redeem us out of the hand of fear, out of the hand of depression, out of the hand of the snare of the fowler. God, give victory. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to sing, Have Thine Own Way, Lord, Have Thine Own Way. Two stanzas only. What page is that? 388. Have Thine Own Way, Lord, Have Thine Own Way. And as we sing, there may be somebody here tonight who is not a Christian. You've never really surrendered your heart to Jesus. What a glorious night to do that. Just come to Him. He is available if you'll say, Lord, I need you. I want Jesus in my heart. He'll come into your heart and forgive and save you. There may be Christians here who've had a tough, tough time. Maybe some tough encounters with Satan or with self or the world or with the flesh. The Holy Spirit will be a strength to you you let him. Just turn your life over to him. Surrender to him. Say, Lord, have your way in my life today. Now we can do that by standing where we are. Maybe God will impress us to come and make a public stand. Do what the Holy Spirit tells you to do as we sing and as we pray. Just two stanzas of this great hymn for the gym. <laughs>